0: welcome to the get empowered podcast this week we are going to talk all about slaying shame leaving the past in the past facing fears head on and just knowing that your worth is not defined by your past mistakes i'm going to share an example of something i've been through recently where i really kind of had to face some fears head on how it really helped me learn a lot of lessons and how healing it was so let's dive in Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to up-level your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica. And this week, I'm really excited to share a recent lesson I had. I do want to just apologize. I am sick. And so I wanted to make sure I didn't miss a week episode. So I am recording while feeling stuffed up. I am feeling a little bit better. Unfortunately, I did get the vid. And that sucks, but it is what it is. I recently went on a trip, and on my flight home, I started feeling like absolute garbage. And the next morning, I tested positive. So, 2023, the vid is making its comeback, and I have gotten it. So, go me, I guess. I mean, hopefully, this just means I won't get it again for a while. I do think it's something that's just going to be normal in our society, but I apologize in advance for how I sound. I know it's not the best, but thank you guys for being here anyways and for listening. I just really did not want to miss a week based on being sick. And since I have a moment where I'm not feeling absolutely like garbage, I thought I would record. Um, so what am I currently loving? I am, or what am I grateful for? So I'm grateful for Kyle who's taking care of me and I'm grateful for great friends and great community. I'm going to talk more about that In this week's episode, I know I've been sharing that a lot lately, but I'm just really thankful for the community I have in my life. Whether it's my twelve-step programs, whether it's Kyle, whether it's my other friends, Um, I'm very grateful for Kyle though for taking care of me. He has gone above and beyond to take care of me while I'm sick, and it's actually it was really funny because you know he's going to get dinner because I do most of the cooking in our house, and when I can't cook, he usually picks up something. And I'm very indecisive. And it was pretty funny because he goes, can you just be like needier for me? Like, give me some answers. Give me what you want so I know what to go get you because I just didn't really care. I was like, just whatever, some comfort food, please. And uh, he was like saying, well, when I'm sick, I know I'm very needy. So if you could be needier, that would be great and so I guess I'll work on that but he's been taking good care of me I'm very grateful and so what am I loving I'm loving this sweatshirt that I'm wearing I usually try to get a little more dressed up for the pod but you know not this week it's not happening and so this is like a very overlot, oversized sweatshirt you can see it if you're on the YouTube it's like a triple XL it's a Green Bay Packers sweatshirt I got from a camp that I worked at years ago I'm not necessarily Green Bay's fan. I am from the Detroit area, so I typically um, I typically cheer for all Detroit sports. I know that the Lions won against the Chiefs, and that is pretty fucking sick, so go Lions. Um, but I did learn about football in Green Bay Country, so they have a soft spot on my heart. I'm still going to, you know, at the end of the day, going to cheer for the Lions, but when the, when the Packers win, I'm not super mad about it. But anywho, so... I'm loving my Green Bay sweatshirt. It's keeping me nice and cozy. I just like to be comfortable, especially right now. So yeah, that's what I'm loving. And it's going to be a shorter episode this week because, like I said, not feeling great. And I didn't really know what to talk about. Um, So I thought I would just get vulnerable with you all and share something that I currently... I'm going through slash recently experienced and just get a little vulnerable on here, share something that happened this past weekend that I was really excited about and kind of the lesson I learned moving forward and maybe you'll learn something from it too. So with that, let's dive in. So this past weekend, I went on a bachelorette trip to Um, celebrate my friend. And we went down to Florida and we had a wonderful time. And I was very excited for the trip. But a few days before the trip, like kind of the week leading up to the trip, I realized that I was actually a little apprehensive and a little nervous. And I haven't talked about this a ton on the podcast, but I was essentially a little nervous because um, I was in a sorority in college and the girl who's the bride was one of my sorority sisters in college. And I did quit the sorority, not on the best of terms. Lots of stuff happened. And I'm not here to like speak ill of people or anything, but it wasn't great, you know. And my friend though, um, we have stayed friends throughout since graduating through all these years. She was super supportive of me for so many years now and I love her so much, Um, but a lot of the other people on the trip were from Greek life and I was a little nervous. It's like, oh my God, do these people hate me? Though they weren't necessarily directly involved in the drama, um, they were in the sorority at the time, they weren't necessarily like actively on my side, et cetera, et cetera. I was just nervous because to be honest, um, the situation that happened Well, first I want to preface this, you know, I was actively drinking at this time. I was not sober and I was definitely drinking to numb. Now, did I know it at the time? Did I know that's why I was doing what I was doing? No, I did not. But, you know, at the same time, I was also experiencing a lot of bullying and harassment from people and people just lying about me and spreading rumors about me. And now I was also doing things I'm not proud of. Right. Like I said, I was drinking. I just wasn't the best version of myself. And so I'm not saying I'm completely innocent in this, but it was really hard. I felt like a lot of people that were supposed to have my back turned on me, didn't listen to me, didn't believe me. And um, definitely like a bullying, in my opinion, type of situation. And the people involved in that have actually since come back and apologized, which I super appreciate it. Um, I don't know if she still listens, but one of them does listen to the podcast or did at least when I first started it. And I really appreciate it. So if you're listening, you know who you are. I it that you reached out. It did mean, it did mean something to me. Um, but I'd be lying if I said that it didn't affect me a lot. You know, it really put a negative light on some of my core college memories, my core college experience. And it was really hurtful. It was really, really hurtful. And it was kind of traumatic, to be quite honest. And that might sound really dramatic, but, you know, um, I've had a couple of situations in my life where I stood up for someone and then kind of got bullied in the process. And again, I'm not saying I was perfect in this situation. I wasn't necessarily. I definitely wasn't. Um, but it, it was really hard. It was very, very hard. And I ended up basically my therapist at the time was like, you either need to go on antidepressants or move out of your sorority house. Those are your options. And I was basically like not given many options, basically was kind of, my hand was basically forced to quit. So I did. And um, it was really hard because it's not what I wanted. I wanted that community. I really enjoyed so many times in Greek life. Um, I had a lot of wonderful memories. So going on this trip with a group of people from my sorority, I was nervous about, to be honest. And then a couple people were there from Greek life and other houses. And I was nervous, but I was like, you know what? The bride means a lot to me. It doesn't matter. Just fucking suck it up. Go. It's not about you. Stop having ego. Like no one gives a fuck about you. It's fine. And so I did go. And like I said, I was a little nervous like the week before. I wasn't too bad. Like when I was originally invited, I was like, hey, is there going to be drama if I go? She said no. I was like, okay, great. Then I'm in. And so then um, the week before, I was just in my 12-step meetings. You know, we were talking about making amends. And I had kind of pondered the question of, is are these people I need to make amends to? Because, you know, I was actively, I would say, in my, quote, addiction phase. You know, I was in my drinking. I was not healthy. Um, I was not having healthy coping mechanisms. Now, I didn't necessarily hurt the specific individuals on the trip, but I know I just wasn't, like, in a very healthy state of mind. Now, a lot of us weren't, okay? You know, we were young. We were dumb. Yeah, it wasn't like I expect 19 to 21-year-olds to be like the smartest group in the bunch. Of course, we're young. We make mistakes. Everyone does. That's college. It's fine. Um, But I was like, oh, do I need to make amends? And someone in my 12-step meeting said how sometimes actions really can speak louder than words and that we don't necessarily need to make amends via words, but our actions can show a lot. And that's been one of the reasons why I'm really... Uh, I'm really just adamant about living my programs that I do, living my 12-step programs and just being a representative for them, being in active recovery and sharing that and, you know, owning my shit, owning my mistakes, knowing that I'm someone that is not perfect. I've never claimed to be. I will never claim to be. And just knowing that um, that's life. You know, life is not perfect. We have these moments of growth. You know, I do really think that those hard moments, those moments where I'm not necessarily proud of myself are moments that give me so much more empathy for other people, are moments that allow me to realize how much I've grown and are moments that just, you know, I've realized I need to not shame myself for them because if you aren't taught, healthy coping mechanisms, it kind of makes sense that you're going to lean into what is considered normal. And, you know, especially in Greek life, especially in college, especially in such a small school, you know, partying was normal. Drinking excessively was normal. And it wasn't healthy, but like other people didn't necessarily have the reaction I had to it. And my childhood trauma and my trauma that was happening at the fucking time really led to me going down that negative path. Um, But this person in the 12-step meeting, when she had said, you know, you can show amends via actions, I really took that, that to heart. And it meant a lot to me because I do feel like every single day, I try to live my amends via my actions of being a better person. And I think that's important to remember. And then a quote I really want to leave you guys with. Was um, from one of my twelve step meetings. You know, she talked about. It was from one of the books. I believe it was from my ACOA meeting. I do attend another meeting. I'm not sure if I'm going to talk about it um, on this podcast. Go into more detail, but maybe I will. But the quote, I think, whether or not you're in a twelve step program, can be very, very powerful. And it was, we have worth regardless of mistakes made or accomplishments achieved again, we have worth regardless of mistakes made or accomplishments achieved. So I just want you to let that sit in because I know I personally have a lot of shame. I'm working through that shame, but I definitely hold a lot of shame. And I I think because I am so self-aware, I see the hurt version of Erica that I was. I know how much pain I was in, which gives me Um, some grace for younger Erica, for unhealed Erica. I have grace for her. But I would be lying if I said that there isn't still some shame. And so when it comes back to the bachelorette trip, one reason I was so nervous about it was I was going to be going back into, quote, kind of like the lion's den a little bit. I was going to be around these people that have potentially preconceived notions of me. I didn't know if they still like saw me as the unhealed version of Erica, you know, cause I hadn't really seen them in years. And, um, my friend has always been so supportive of me. I love her to death. She means the world to me. You know who you are. Um, and it meant a lot to me that she always stood by my side and I trust her and I trust her judgment. So I figured, okay, well, if these people are important to her, they've got to be good people too. And I kind of knew that cause I know them. I'm like, I was friends with them in the past. Some I would consider current friends. Um, but it's still fearful. Like when you've made mistakes and you're kind of like going back around people that you haven't seen really since you made those mistakes, it can be scary. And like I said, everything that had gone down in the past was very traumatic. So I just was very nervous, but I have to say it was such a healing weekend and it was such a healing weekend for multiple reasons, but I'd say overall, because I'm still processing it. Overall, it was just really healing because no one treated me differently. You know, there was a bit of awkwardness, I think, about the fact that I was sober, and I don't fault people to that. You know, no one is responsible for my recovery. No one is responsible for me maintaining recovery or maintaining a sobriety. Um, I'm sure you can think that, oh, being sober on a bachelorette trip where there's traditionally a lot of drinking might be a little weird. Um, But once I arrived and I was able to get, like, non-alcoholic options for myself, that was great and fine and it didn't really matter. I think they might have been a little nervous about how I would handle it, but I just don't care. If you don't know me, um if you haven't heard this podcast before, if you haven't heard me talk about my sobriety journey, I'm not someone that like cares if other people are drinking around me. I don't really give a shit at all. I'm like good for you. I'm fine. Um and my addiction was different than other people, so I don't necessarily crave it like I said I used to use it to cope. So I wasn't concerned about that. Um, I think they might have been a little bit, but it was fine, especially once I got things that I could drink. So we had such a lovely time. You know, the first night we really just like got pizza and we caught up and we talked for hours and it was just so lovely. And then the second day we like rented a tiki boat and went on on the water for a couple hours and then went to the beach and then went out to a nice dinner. And It was so healing because, you know, I really do care about these group of people and I always have, and I'm getting emotional. I apologize. Um, I've really cared about all of them. And it made me so sad um, how my time in Greek life ended because, you know, I really cared about my sorority. There was a reason I joined, I had such fun and it was an amazing community for a long time. Um, (laughs) Sorry guys, sorry for crying. It was an amazing community for so long. And so the fact that it ended negatively just always broke my heart. And I felt like this was a bit of redemption for that because, you know, people like treated me like normal people treated me like human. And it kind of was almost like back to before negative things happened. It was kind of like picking up where we left off and it was just really beautiful. And if you're on the YouTube, you could see me. Uh, Some of my nails have popped off, so don't mind me. but I've been sick, so I have not fixed them, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) But anywho, it just meant a lot to me that I wasn't outcasted because I think one of the reasons why everything that happened hurts so much is it just made me feel so unwanted, so uncared for. It just reminded me that I was different and um, it really just sparked my abandonment wound. As you know, if you listen to this podcast, I have major abandonment issues and that's hard for me. So then basically being outcast by a group of people that were supposed to be your friends was really fucking hard and it was really sad and it just hurt my heart like so, so much. Um, And I really needed that quote of, we have worth regardless of the mistakes we've made or accomplishments achieved. Because I know I... In, in my moments of shame, I'm like, oh, you're worthless because of these mistakes you've made. But then at the same time, the unhealed version of Erica sometimes also goes, oh, you only have worth because of what you've achieved. And neither of those things are true. Now, I think it's great when you can achieve great things, but that's not what gives you worth. You as a person have worth inherently. You are not your mistakes. And I just think that's really the takeaway I got from this is that you are not your mistakes and that your past does not define you. And I think it's really important to remember that because a lot of times when you've been through something hard or when you have a past, it's so easy to get caught up in it. And it's so easy to, even if other people around you have let go, it's so easy to hang on to it in the back of your mind and just diminish your worth and diminish your value because of the past. And If I can share anything with you guys, it's that, that is such bullshit because we have worth and we have value regardless of the good or the bad that we've done. And of course, when you do good things, it's great that you're putting positive energy into the world. But, um, but when you have negative things that maybe you've done in the past, I don't think it's what defines you. I mean, no one is perfect and I'm not perfect. And, um, I don't know why I'm crying so much on this episode, but obviously it just meant a lot to me. And maybe it's cause I'm sick, I'm just extra emotional, but um, I just, huh, I'm so grateful for my friend for inviting me because it really was just so healing and it allowed me to just have the physical representation that I am not my past, I am not the mistakes I've made, and that people don't necessarily see me as that, and that I'm being so much harder on myself than other people are of me, and that it's okay, and that you can grow, and that you can leave the past behind you. You know, I think sometimes when we're on a healing journey, it's easy to only um, remember the bad and to really beat ourselves up for the things we've done and really beat ourselves up for the mistakes we've made. But you are more than that. And I just want to give you that reminder because I know for me, I really get stuck in that. You know, I'm on one hand, I'm so proud of my journey. You know, I'm so proud of how far I've come. And I know inherently that I'm not who I was a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. So, of course, I'm not going to be who I was eight years ago. Like, that's how long this should happen. It was like seven, eight years ago, right? Um, And I'm not who I was then, obviously. Like, I would hope not, right? But sometimes I think we can get so stuck in the negative mindset we have about ourselves that it's hard to let go. Even if other people around you have let go and have forgiven and moved on, it's hard to let go. And so this was just so healing and cathartic for me because I think it's just allowing me to let go of that past image I have of myself and to just really step into this healed version of Erica and know that she has value and she is worth and she matters And I just want to remind you that if you're on a healing journey where maybe you've made mistakes in the past, maybe you're sober and you're just like, dang, I really fucked up. That's okay. Like, it's okay. Even if like you aren't sober or you are sober and you've never, maybe it's a different context. Maybe You had a falling out with someone, or maybe you know you were just young and dumb and made mistakes. Because who wasn't? Like we've all had those moments where we're not proud of. Even the best people I know in my life have moments they're not proud of. But I think it's just reminding ourselves that those moments, those low moments, are not what defines you. What defines you is how you get back up, how you move forward, and how you change yourself. And so I just want to give you guys that reminder because I really think how you react to things, and how you process things, and how you move forward with things are much more of a representation of yourself versus your lowest moment. I don't think your lowest moment defines you. I think how you handle your lowest moment is truly um, what shows your character. And it may take a while for you to get there. It may take some really low moments for you to realize you need to make change. I know that was me, like I had a very low defining moment that made me wake up and it was my rock bottom. And, you know, not everyone needs a rock bottom. I did, unfortunately, but I'm so proud of myself and the growth that has occurred since. So this is just my reminder that you are not, you are not your worst moments. You are not at all. Um, I know I've needed to hear that. So I hope that this helps someone else, but also just know that you know, the past version of yourself, you can leave it in the past and you can step into the newer version of yourself. You are not um, the past version of yourself, okay? You are allowed to grow. You are allowed to redefine yourself. You're allowed to reinvent yourself. You do not need to hang on to the past. You do not need to hang on to those moments that you know, maybe broke your heart or maybe you felt so low or whatever the case may be, okay? You are allowed to redefine yourself at any fucking time. This is me giving you permission to do that. If you feel like you don't have permission to do that, you do. So go step into your new era, as Taylor Swift would say. You know, you can redefine your era at any moment and just know that I've been doing it for years and if I can, why can't you, you know? And I just know that... I needed this weekend, I needed the reminder that I have value and I have worth, and that not everyone sees me as my past, and it was just such a amazing representation of that. Just seeing it happen firsthand, and I'm just so grateful for it, so, you know, I don't want to keep repeating myself, but that's just my reminder to you guys is that you can redefine yourself at any time, you are not your past, you are not your mistakes that you have value and you have worth. And, you know, one thing that I think is my overall mission truly is just the reminder that your past does not define you and that you can reinvent yourself at any time. You can step forward into a new light at any time and that it doesn't matter Like one chapter of your story does not need to become your whole story, right? It can be the first chapter, the second chapter, the fifth chapter, but you can still have chapter 10, 12, 15, 18, 42, right? Like we can all have all these different chapters in our story. And, you know, the one or two chapters of maybe your low moments, you know, it happens. I mean, we all need that character development. Think of a book. You know, typically there's a character development, there's a story arc, and we all have it. We all grow. And I really think that being able to see that you can redefine yourself, you can create these new chapters, and that your past doesn't have to define you, it's really powerful. And I'm really grateful for it. So, you know, my mission is really just to help people know that your past is not necessarily um, going to determine your future and that that you can redefine yourself at any time and that whatever happened in the past, the past does not define you, but also... You know, I think a lot of us put so much of our value and our worth and we just sell ourselves short and we're like, oh, I fucked up once. So now I'm never meant for anything good. And that's just so not true. And I think my main mission truly is to help people know that no matter what your story has looked like, you could always start new. You can always start fresh and that you are worthy and you are valuable and you do matter and that your story matters and that you can redefine yourself at any point, and you can rewrite the ending of your story. You just have to get up and you have to start and you have to, you know, take the pen in your hand and start writing, create the new version of you. You can do that at any fucking time, and I truly believe that. And so I'm just so grateful for this weekend. And now I guess let's dive into a chakra card and see what the universe wants us to know. Okay, this week's card is the meditation card, which is connected to the crown chakra. So if you are someone like myself who likes to use a crystal associated to the chakra, you are going to want a selenite crystal. If you do not have one, I also like to use a clear quartz crystal for the crown chakra. Now, What does this card mean? This card can mean a lot of different things. But overall, I'm going to say that in my opinion, this card was pulled as a reminder that meditation is an amazing tool. It is an amazing tool for healing. It is an amazing tool for awakening. So maybe you are someone that's in a low moment, like we've been talking about this podcast up. So maybe you're in a lower moment. Maybe you are looking for healing. Meditation has been one of the most healing tools I've ever used. It has helped me in so many different ways and I'm so incredibly grateful for it. So 10 out of 10 recommend meditation, even if it's just a couple minutes. You know, guys, I started with like five minutes and now I can meditate like 40 if I really want to. So meditation is an amazing tool for healing, for growth, and for spiritual awakening. Another reason I believe this card was pulled today as a reminder that we can find a lot of answers in meditation. If you are searching for answers, if you're looking for guidance, Being able to quiet your mind and sit still and allow answers to be received is amazing. And I think that's one reason why meditation is so helpful because think about it. If you're searching for answers, you're searching, you're searching, you're searching, but you never take time to quiet down and to listen. How are you ever going to get the answer to your prayers, to your, you know, visualizations, whatever the case may be, right? Your intentions. So meditation is an amazing tool. It's an amazing practice. I have so many that I love. I love guided meditations. I love Joe Dispenza. Um, so this is your just reminder that meditation is a powerful tool. So I'm going to leave you with an affirmation from the booklet and it is, I meditate with ease and grace and my heart awakens to the divine peace of my soul. Meditation is one of the ways I've been able to bring so much peace into my life. It has been one of the ways I've been able to, um, decrease triggers. It allows me to just observe my thoughts, not necessarily have attachments to all my thoughts, and my feelings. And that's one reason why I think it is so powerful. So yeah, I hope you guys take some time to meditate this week. I absolutely love it. It has been such a powerful tool for me, my healing journey. And I know I got emotional this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. I, you guys mean the world to me. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and we will be back next week. Hopefully I will be feeling better. So I won't be feeling so stuffy sounding so stuffy. So I apologize for that, but I did not want to miss a week. I've not missed a week since, and we're not starting just because of the vid. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys and your support so much, and I will see you guys later. Do not forget to stay empowered. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you wanna hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week and don't forget to stay empowered.